State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. 
Big Bang. It is what it is, man. PJ Scream. You don't be on nothing, I'll be on. Baby Jade. Okay, so let me ask y'all this then. Bring you Big, big, big Facts. Visit the new website today, BigFactsPod.com. Live from the Trap Music Museum, it's time for Big Facts. Big Bang, Baby Jade, DJ Scream. We are here and we got a special guest today. We're about to have a classic conversation with the one and only Angela Stanton King has joined us on Big Facts. Welcome, 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 welcome. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Nah, I'm scared, see- though. Don't I'm be scared. scared. We're scared I'm of you nervous. now. <laughs> I don't see you on six. I don't see you on seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. What you on today? Well, on I'm, a scale on, of one I'm, to on, 10. I'm on about, I'm on four. You on right four? Now. No, no. We need, what we need to do to get you on ten, huh? I mean, people say I'm always on ten, but it just kind of depends on... What we talking about, if okay. I'm advocating, we chilling. It just depends on how the conversation goes. I, I want to start with how um, how you got to the present place of being Angela Stanton King and everybody caring about your voice and the topics and you speaking on sensitive topics and uh, being pardoned by uh, uh, President Donald Trump and so forth. So let's start with a little bit of that story just in case someone's not familiar. I'm glad with you. you said a little bit because it's a whole lot bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we got time. Well, today First we got time. Right here um, from Summer Hill. In fact, um, Lucci grew up right next door to us. My grandmother owned a house over there for about 50 years, but I'm kind of what they say is that, you know, everyday stereotype, you know, born into poverty, born into a dysfunctional family. Everybody was drug dealers, drug users, you know, prostitutes. And the ones that did make it out, they got out and they went on. So, you know, it was kind of like every man for himself um, Mm. in Summer Hill when I grew up. Mm. And I was for myself. I jumped off the porch early. You know, got involved in illegal activity, um, mm. wanted to make a lot of money fast. Mm. That's when I ended up getting locked up and going to prison with Apollo, Phaedra's husband. Mm. Um, while in prison, um, I was pregnant with Apollo my daughter. Snitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. We, we can talk about all yeah, that. No, I just, I, Y'all I already know, know that. I, ain't, no, I'm saying, I didn't know that there was... There was oh, ain't yeah. no, I never met nobody that was locked up with them, but... Yes, yeah, yeah. a whole lot to that story, but... um. While I was in prison, I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother passed away. My grandmother passed away. Um, this was because Brian Nichols at the time had did that shooting in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't transport any mm-hmm. prisoners. So mm-hmm. um, I wasn't allowed to attend. I thought I was going crazy, but just asking God to help me find my way while I was in prison. Mm-hmm. Ended up giving birth to my daughter chained to a bed <laughs> with mm-hmm. a share of watching. Mm-hmm. And they took her from me 24 hours later. Um, after that, I want to say I got released from prison 18 months after my daughter was born. And when I walked out of state prison, the feds were sitting on the other side of the, of the fence, <laughs> locking me up for another charge, but it was all related. And this was kind of when I found out that I was being framed and set up by Phaedra and Apollo. And it was just a long journey for me. So in that moment, I'm a mother coming home from prison. I am a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. I'm on federal parole. I'm on state parole. I'm on state probation. I'm on city probation. Mm. Um, I have four children, depending on me. Um, I came home with a $25 check, a garbage bag full of clothes, two tombstones. My mother wasn't one and my grandmother wasn't in the other. And everybody's like, start over. So for me, my transition began at that moment because I didn't have family support. And I couldn't depend on welfare or the government system. I couldn't go to Section 8 and just mm-hmm. hop right off. So I had to figure out how to make it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I did know how to do was write. 
So I wrote my first book while I was in prison. I wrote my second book when I got out of prison. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was on my last day at the shelter because um, they only gave me 45 days before you had to max out. And I had nowhere to go. And so it was this lady that told me that it was this woman in Children's Center that would help me in Forest Park and that I should go there with my children. So she gave me a token. And at this point, I'm ready to die because I lost everything. Baby daddy in jail, life without parole. Um, Another one locked up on a federal charge. My grandmother's house was gone. They had so like everything I had known to be normal to me had completely changed. So I'm like, God, where do I go? And it wasn't just me feeling like it was no light at the end of the tunnel. I'm looking at my children and I'm like, I'm in a position where I cannot provide. And I think for anybody that's a mother, you don't want to be in a position where you feel like you cannot provide. Now, I knew how to get money, mm-hmm. but I got four probation officers on my back telling me the minute I make a wrong move, I'm going to jail. But won't nobody hire me, but my kids hire me. Mm-hmm. And we need somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. So my back up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I end up going to the center and I cried my eyes out to the lady. I'm like, look, if you don't help me today, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to die. I don't have nowhere else to go. And it just so happened that the lady that was working at the center that day was the niece of Alvy the King, was Alvy the King, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. And um, she took me in. She gave me an apartment. She gave me a job. And from that moment, I had been doing community service within Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I want to say for the past 20 years, I worked with the schools, the detention centers, the shelters, going mm-hmm. back, giving back, and at the same time, building myself back up. Mm-hmm. So I ended up releasing my book. Lies of a Real Housewife, which made me a three times national best-selling author. And I ended up getting sued by Phaedra for $30 million for releasing the book. We went to court for four years. I found an attorney that took my case pro bono, and I eventually won that case and Mm. had the right to tell my story freely. Mm. After that, I got a reality show from Queen Latifah. I was on BET, um, season three of From the Bottom Up. Mm. And then from there, I got a call from my godmother, and she's like... Um, I want you to go talk to President Trump. I'm like, I ain't going to talk to Trump. I'm like, he hate black people. Why you want to send me? And it was, I was one of them situations where I owed this lady my life. Why am I going to talk to Trump? And she's like, because he's working on criminal justice reform. And I'm like, but mom. And she's like, well, Angela, just pray about it. So then I had to think back to when I was in prison and how bad I wanted to get out. And I wouldn't care if you had to go speak to Satan himself to free me. You better go handle your business. So I got out of my feelings and I went in and I met this man. And not only did he hear what I had to say, you know, I was very instrumental in helping him pass the First Step Act, which freed a lot of our brothers and sisters and sent a lot of our people home. Mm -hmm. And then he also made it illegal for them to chain women to the bed during childbirth. Mm. Um, I then ended up getting a full and unconditional pardon for myself. Uh, mm. Ran for office here in our community. I ran against John Lewis. Mm. But the problem was I was a black Republican that supported Trump. Mm. So they completely overlooked the fact that I was right here from Atlanta, from the hood, a part of the history, right? Had done the work. It was the fact that I was registered as a black Republican and Trump had endorsed my campaign. Could you be a Trump supporter and say, I salute Trump for letting me out and some of the things he did for criminal reform without, I'm not saying you're not a Republican or whatever the case is, but can't, can't you do that without well, fully? I'm a, I, okay. Well, I'm, I'm switching to independent now and I'll tell you okay. why. Got you. That's but in that moment, I agreed with our Republican policies. Gotcha. If we Now, we talk about the Republicans as a party. <laughs> mm. 
and how they may <laughs> feel towards us as a people, that's one thing. Gotcha. But if we talk about policy, right? Mm-hmm. The policy is what I agree with, mm-hmm. not their perception of us as a people. Gotcha. So you want to take a second for those people that are watching that don't understand what a right wing campaigner is. Do you want to take a second and explain to them exactly what that is and what it is that you represent as a right wing? Well, I can tell you what I represent, but I can't speak for all right wing people because we all don't feel the same. Right. Because what I've realized in the work that I do, and I know we're going to talk about Auntie Andy's house. A lot of people know that I'm pro-life and I advocate for babies. But I specifically advocate against the black maternal health crisis. So what I've learned through my affiliation. Why do you advocate against that? No, I advocate for it. For it, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I was yeah, about yeah. to say like, no, no, what? no, 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 no. We need, we need solutions. Yeah, we don't yeah, get into yeah, that, yeah. right? Okay, okay, okay. So okay. what I've learned is that while I'm in a Republican party, although they may be pro-life, mm-hmm. they aren't pro-black. And my issue is specifically black babies and black women that are dying so on difference. these fucking tables. During childbirth and nothing is being done about it. Right. And if and if they're saying, because it's on the WhiteHouse.gov right now, that black women are three times likely to die compared to white women giving yeah. birth to their children. Listen, the next sentence, regardless of income or education. So you're telling me I could be the smartest person in the world, but because I'm black, I'm or too dumb. Or the black person. Yeah. It can have access to the best health care in yes. the world. But you tell them yes. that just because I'm black, I'm dying. Well, that don't make sense. Because right. why ain't all the black cows dying from giving birth? All the black horses, like birth is natural. So that was something that said, wait a minute, we've got to do something about this. And then what was the solution? Hmm. The solution can't be abortion. If the black mama dying, giving birth, and the black baby is dying by being aborted, then that means we got to stop and do something about black life. And that's where I'm at. So I got a question for you um, in regards to like your earlier upbringing and like your earlier childhood. So I know that you're from Atlanta, um, from Summerhill and everything, but you did move around to like Maryland, North Carolina. Mm -mm. No, that's not correct. So I was born in Maryland. Okay. My mother lived here. My whole first, my maternal family is from Georgia. My mother met my father. He was a truck driver. They Mm -hmm. were on the road. So I was born in Maryland. I lived in Maryland for six weeks. Then they moved to Buffalo. I lived in Buffalo for the first 14 years of my life while my maternal family was here and still came back and forth. Okay. Okay. That should clear that up. So with you coming back and forth and moving around and like, you know, doing different things with different people kind of like all over the place, do you think that that kind of helped set you up for your political career, being able to move around and kind of like know how to intertwine with different groups of people? I think what really set me up for my political uh, career was my um, experience. Just being from the hood and really wanting to fight and advocate for things that I think could make us better as Mm -hmm. people. So, you know, being a success story and overcoming all of the things that they say keep us down is what began to shape my political career. And then also when I got out of prison and, and, and couldn't get food stamps with Section 8 and right. figured out how to turn my hustle into something legal, then I realized I didn't need it. And then I also started reflecting on my upbringing and also like some of my cousins because I'm like, I made it out, but some didn't. So I look at that generational 
I guess, I don't know if I want to call it a curse, but like we jumped off the porch when we were 16, got mm-hmm. our first little apartment, got on Section 8, got welfare. Some of us went on and got businesses, but the majority of them still in the same place, still collecting Section 8, still on welfare. Now their daughters on welfare, now their grandchildren receiving welfare. And how do we break this curse of poverty? And for me, I realized I ain't need welfare. I ain't need none of that. Yeah. I ain't need none of that. And that is my message to our people. What you think the biggest disconnect from the um, community and politics is? I know they don't like Republicans because a lot of us are not listening. We listen to a lot of celebrities that tell us who to vote for, and we don't do a whole lot of research and policy research. Like, one of my biggest things with our people is I watched Joe Biden tell Charlemagne to God, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. But since they've been in office, what have we really received as a people? Like we see them when they shot the Asians down here in Atlanta. It only took three days for them to get an anti-Asian hate crime bill. In addition to that, they also got $50 million specifically for Asian people. We get six months later, 10 elders shot dead in Buffalo shopping for groceries. They weren't running from the police. They weren't wanted for the police. They hadn't committed a crime. These are elders just shopping for groceries. And you got... Democrats and mayors and everybody telling the people of Buffalo to give up your guns. What give up? Where is our anti-hate crime bill for Black Americans? How do we got a hundred billion dollars to send to Ukraine? And y'all keep telling us Black Lives Matter, but y'all not doing anything to rebuild these Black communities. <clears throat> if you want to reduce crime, you got to reduce poverty. What's yeah. the problem? What if somebody asked a question? I'm just speaking like for the just the person that asked this question. Well, it seemed like maybe. It ain't never been a president to really do nothing for us. Would you agree with that? I couldn't agree with that when it comes to Trump because I was directly involved for in making yourself, a difference. Right. So if I don't be honest about that, then right, I'm right. cheating myself. Right. But I think that they could all do more. Mm. Trump could do more. Mm. Um, Biden could do more. Mm-hmm. The Republicans can do more. The Democrats can do more. And this is why I'm choosing to go independent. Because what I've learned is we are so busy fighting each other, the left and the right, that all of the people we suffering. Nobody's seeing about the people. I had a good example of that, I want to say maybe about three weeks ago. Rob Kennedy came by Auntie Angie's house. Auntie Angie's house is the pregnancy home that I have in the West End for women mm-hmm. who choose life. Because we are arguing about a choice. Well, the women who keep the babies, they made a choice to keep the baby. So why are we not supporting them, right? Mm-hmm. So Rob Kennedy came by and I got... So much hate from Republicans. And it's it's nothing new to me because the same hate that I'm getting from them now is the same hate that I got when I was supporting Trump. So I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. But what I realize is that y'all more focused about who the president is or which party we're supporting than the women and children that need help. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I wanted to touch on, too, um, that you just spoke about about how you were pregnant and you gave birth while you were in prison. My question to you is, as far as that whole situation is concerned, while you were going through that process and while you were in there going through your pregnancy and having to deal with your daughter being taken away from you 24 hours after you've given birth to her, what was your thought process about how you were going to approach motherhood once you did get yourself out of that situation and once you were reunited with her? Um, I think at that moment I didn't know. I was so devastated because it felt like 
I had given birth to a stillborn. Did that cause you to suffer from postpartum while of you were course. in there? Of course. I was in prison. And it, and it was a hard transition for me because when after I gave birth, they sent me back to the prison. It was overcrowded. So I didn't even have a bed. I was given a mattress and told to get down up and off the floor, which caused me to hemorrhage. And in prison, they only give you three pads a day. And I don't know how raw we can get on here, but it was a very, very bad experience. But I will tell you this. Because of that experience and that same daughter now, y'all might have seen her on Steve Harvey. She was the first black girl to win the International Debate Championship. Harvey. Congratulations, Harvey. Yes. My baby is now in her second year at MIT. Already had a okay. job working for Bloomberg. So God will turn an ugly situation into something beautiful. But I think for me, I wanted to make sure that the next time. I did get my children back in my arms that I wouldn't ever leave them again. Right. And I think that while I was in prison, it was important for me to stay sane so I could make it back to my children. Because to me, it was like a, a reality shift. Like uh, many of us of, of the same camp, skin color, we don't spend time in prison before. But yeah. how many of us went to prison and came home and your grandmama house was gone, your mama was gone, and your grandmama was gone, and your baby daddy was locked up for life without pro- Like nothing was the same. So, it, and I didn't have any comfort. Like, it was a chaplain that came to me each time and told me that my mother and grandmother had passed away. So, just imagine just being, a, it just didn't seem real. So, once I got out, got back with my children, I was just all about, all about community mm-hmm. because I didn't want anybody else to have that experience. Right. And right. so, when Trump was working on criminal justice reform and we were seeing everybody talking about family separation at the border... It triggered something in me because I'm like, we don't think about the family separation that happens in the border. You, right. Every time somebody get locked up, they separated from their family. It don't matter if it's for speeding ticket. How many of our people locked up, separated from their family, can't see their kids? So it's like, why are y'all advocating to fix something at the border that ain't even been fixed in the border? That's an epidemic within the state lines. Ex- separating families, like you wouldn't yeah. take you wouldn't take a a puppy from a dog until six weeks later, right? You you don't take a puppy from it. If a dog gives birth, you need a puppy with a dog for six weeks, right? So it can breastfeed or whatever. You don't take a human baby from a mother right after birth. Like, if what, what are we fighting for? Like, how we got all of this ambition to fight for people at the border? And I ain't against nobody, but we ain't, where's that fight for us? So, okay, let me ask you this then. With that same conversation... And I'm totally on the same page that you're on, but just playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. for a minute. What would you say to those people that feel like, well, that's just something that you have to suck up and deal with because you shouldn't have made the decisions that got you in there? Well, I already changed the law, so I don't have to worry about that. Nobody else will experience that. Mm-hmm. So just call that my cross. See, it don't matter what other people say because I'm doing work. I have real yeah. tangible receipts. Right. For the work that I'm doing. So it's like, you know, we all carry a cross for something. And right. back then I couldn't understand why I was experiencing it. But now that I know that I've changed history and changed the law, mm-hmm. it don't get no better than that. How, how different you, you, you've been in the streets, you've been in politics. How different is the streets from politics? Because it seems like there's a lot of similarities, right? I think right? more grimy than the streets. I've heard that I plenty of times. That's why I asked. I think politics is more grimy than the streets. You got one set of people wearing suits and then the other set of people not really wearing suits. But Yeah, they- and the, problem, the real problem with politics right now, what I've learned for us, is everybody sold out. Republican side, Democrat side, everybody sold out. When you say sold out, yeah. 
What I mean is when I ran for office, everybody was coming to me about their special interests. So these people are bought. You understand? If you go look up every Democrat right now, you're going to see that they're funded by Planned Parenthood. If you go look up every Republican right now, you're going to see that they're funded by the NRA. So remember, the people that control Congress control the laws. And if the laws benefit them, then it's worthy of them to buy into it. So that's why we see right now, even in Atlanta, Georgia, and shout out to Andre Dickens. I ain't got no beef with you, bro. Please don't come for me. But you just got $7 million to house illegal immigrants in hotels. And y'all know we are walking over our own people, sleep on the streets, sleep on the steps of the courthouse, sleep on the steps of the churches. You can't get off the expressway anywhere in Atlanta without somebody asking for some money. You see tents all up and down the highway. And what I'm saying is this. The government, they are the parents of America. You would be wrong if you went to work all week and got your paycheck and came home and gave it to everybody else except your wife and your children. You got a responsibility to make sure you take care of your home. That don't mean you won't help the people across the street, but you got to take care of your home first. That's our responsibility. The government is not taking care of home. So I've learned that I can do more for my people in a community without ever even having a seat in Congress. And that's where I'm at. What you, what you think, like, if you had to look at this shit and say your biggest problem then, what's the solution to it? Um, When I first came on the prison? Just period, like right now, what's going on? Like how you just named that about the city? Like you could change I think it. our biggest problem is we not listening to real voices and real people. We're not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how is it that most of these people that are in these districts that say they represent the people... They, they they're not even from the they're not even from that district. They're not even from the community. Like the woman who John Lewis died when I ran against him. How many of y'all know about Nakima Lewis? Nakima Nakima yeah, Williams. Yeah. Where's she from? Uh, she from Alabama. Don't not even from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like and then wouldn't even debate. She turned down eleven debates. Like how are you gonna trust somebody? Like if you won't debate your opponent who's from the city, who's had the experience. Like I. I I've been in the trenches with y'all. I know what the city needs. You from Alabama. It should be a law that you can't even represent those people unless you are from that community. And then it should also be another law that if you aren't willing to debate your opponent, then I'm not willing to vote for you. Because if you won't argue and debate your opponent, how do you know you're going to argue for me in Congress? What has Nakima Williams done since I lost that election? The only time we see Nakima you Williams. Went, you went up against Nakima. She came up against me. I went up against John Lewis and he died. And then they wrote her in. Oh. So she never, it, it was never against anything because she wouldn't debate. But oh. this is my question. So, so, so you want to debate Nakima right now? Because I'm about to interview Nakima. It's no. coming up. Do you want to, do you? Absolutely. Like you say, but Nakima going to cancel. Nakima not going to debate me on your show. Nakima never debate me. You know why? Because Nakima Williams' only stance is abortion. And what I'm saying is, regardless of whether we are pro-choice or pro-life, black women and black children deserve more than abortion. That's what I'm saying. And if you don't agree with me, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be hated for helping these women that want to keep their black babies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the work. You running, are you, so are you running again in 20? I don't know about that running again. Oh, you see what they know in the Trump. I don't know about that shit. What's the pressure? It's a lot. Like, because before I ran for office and you look up Angela Stan King online, you will see national best-selling author, you know, reality show mm-hmm. star. But now you go look up Angela Stan King, you see white right-wing conspiracy theorists, white supremacists, black Trump supporter. No, I'm Angela Stan King. And if I had a door open to work with Trump to advocate for our community, you telling me I'm supposed to say no? 
I'm talking about Angela, the one that's been to prison, the one that's from the hood. A president invites her to the over. I'm supposed to say no because people in their feelings. Mm. But not only did I go in, it wasn't a Photoshop, a photo op for me. I had real results for the community. And I don't think that's something like we're all the people working with Biden. Ain't none of them been called a coon. Ain't none of them called a sellout or none of that. But what what, what we got? They said they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. 
The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. You think you're unfairly kind of just thrown in that, uh, what's what's the lady's name? Uh, Was it Candace Owens? Who was the? Yeah. You think you're unfairly kind of thrown in that circle? I don't, you know, I actually like people, like black people. I actually love black people. My husband is black. All my children are black. I've never been with a white man a day in my life. I don't have nothing against white men. Some of my closest friends are white. It's just not my preference. Mm-hmm. So like I said, when we talk about right wing stuff, we got you know, I can only represent me. Mm-hmm. Got you. It's clear. Clarity. Yeah, my whole family black, both sides. Clarity. Cool. You want all the smoke. I'm Everybody. just telling, I'm just, I'm just being honest. I mean, this we gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah, like I had a problem with what happened to George Floyd. Me that was a problem for me. I was on the ground advocating. So let Not me, only, I was the only black person at the FBI conference that demanded the arrest of Derek Chevrolet. He me, was locked up the next day. Let me throw something out there, because I'm not oh. I'm not so nationally tied to like the national big president politics I do think like locally is very important mm-hmm. but I don't know you don't feel like your man's like you don't think that Trump could have done more in that particular situation with George Floyd and others that year because black man was George Floyd said it was wrong he called on the FBI to investigate it he designated it as a hate crime he invited their family to the White House we got to really do our research on that whole now, situation he would, he would sign executive orders for other stuff and make stuff happen make stuff happen and again like I told you we're gonna go back and forth all day about Joe Biden, about Trump, and all that. I don't think mm-hmm. Trump did everything that he right. could, but I do appreciate the things that he did that we asked him to do, especially right. somebody that they say is a racist, because we know for a fact that he done more to help the black community than Joe Biden has. And Joe Biden been in office, I want to say at least seventy three years. He got to be about one hundred and eight now. I don't know. I don't know. Time out if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. So who your biggest op like in this shit like? You feel like this I feel like it's me against everybody to be honest with you because it's like I get caught in the middle because it's like black people sometimes they be mad at me because I decided to be Republican 
then Republicans get mad at me because I, I might be a Republican, but I'm a pro-black Republican and I don't care about hurting your feelings because I'm going to tell you the truth. So I'd be stuck in the middle. I'd be like, hey, I'm fighting for y'all. Y'all mad at me. Then over here, y'all mad at me for fighting for my people. It's like they'd be all behind black voices for Trump or Blexit. But if I'm Auntie Angie being a black voice for black babies, then all of a sudden it's, it's, it's racist. Was, I don't get it. What was the big, it was a big blow up with you and uh, with Jason Lee, right? Like what? Jason P. What? That's what I call him because he smelled like piss. That's what he smelled like Who when I saw him. Jason Lee Hollywood Unlocked. The Jason Lee show. He got the show. Some some revolt, I think, too. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. The problem is that Jason, I'm a, the problem is I'm a mother. So I have I have five children and my son, his father, you all might have heard of him. He was a rapper, Decatur Slum. He was with three crazy with Dro and T.I. and all mm-hmm. of them. But he, he got killed, up, right? He got murdered. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Two months after my son's father was murdered because he was in prison for nine months, my son decided that he was going to transition to a woman. I asked my son and said, baby, why are you doing this? He said, why, I don't, he said, why would I want to be a man? He said, look at what they did to my dad. Right? So Jason Lee wanted me to bring, wanted to bring me on his show to make me, I guess, understand or believe that my son was a woman and to accuse me of misgendering my own child. I don't have any respect for that. Because at the end of the day, I don't expect anybody to feel the way about my children that I do. Because they mine. I birthed them. I knew my son had a penis before he did. So I've eventually come to terms with what's going on with me and my child. But Jason P and his whole crew, and I'm sure y'all saw me completely destroy them on the interview with nothing but facts. But stay out of people's business when it comes to them and their children. Because I have a right to tell my son the truth. Especially if his father is not here. Like, I... It's my, it's my responsibility. What, what, what you saying? They were trying to convince you to Yeah, to telling me that I was wrong and I was hateful and I didn't love my child because I wouldn't say he was a woman. So basically, you were trying to do everything you could do to get your son to see he tripping well, before what, you accept it. Basically, I, the salvage is manhood, basically. Well, the, the, I'm, I'm not... We talk about white supremacy. Castrating black men is white supremacy. Because if you castrate a black man, then he can't reproduce. We all talking about Black Lives Matter. I don't know how deep y'all want to get. Go ahead. But if Black Lives Matter, then we need to make sure that we are protecting black men and their penises and masculinity. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fatherhood is important. Men are important. Every black person in America came from the scrotum of a black man. You damn sure didn't come from a white man. Because let me tell you something about that woman. She can carry the seed of any man, but in order for that child to be black, you need a black man to plant that seed inside of her. So black men are important. My son is a black man. I ain't going to be with the agenda. I'm his mama. Everybody else, if they want to support it, that's okay. It don't mean I It don't mean I don't love you. I do love you because I'm going to tell you the truth. While the rest of the world tell you whatever they want to tell you, I'm the one person on this earth that has the responsibility of telling my child the truth. And guess what? I can do that and still love you. But yeah. I ain't going to make nobody force me to lie to my child. How did, how did it affect y'all relationship? Though? Me, and, me and my child are good now. Um, I'm trying to be respectful. You know, I don't get into all of the pronoun stuff. But, you know, Jay is an adult. And Jay takes care of himself. And don't call me and ask me for nothing. And as a mom, I'm going to love you. But I don't necessarily agree with it. But then another thing that I looked at, it, I'm like... We ain't had nothing to say when Martin Lawrence was acting like Shanae. We ain't say nothing when Jamie Foxx was running around acting like Wanda. We ain't say nothing when Tyler Perry was acting like Medea. We've created a society where they look at this as entertainment and it's okay. He make a lot of money doing it. And I'm like, listen, do what you do. Please do not have no surgery and don't, you know, 
cut your manhood off. You and I'm going to stand on that. Do you believe like people be born like that, though? I don't. Because I, I also have a bachelor's degree in psychology, and my child is the reason why I went and got the bachelor's, because I wanted to make sure as a parent that I was fully understanding what I was dealing with. But children are born innocent. They don't have any type of sexual attraction. A baby is born. The only thing they're born with is instincts. They know how to suck and they know how to cry. They know how to use the bathroom. Those things, sexual attractions, all of that stuff come over time as you grow. I seen some little boys though. Yeah, but it's it's babies like. But it's been it's what they watching. What are they being exposed to? Because the way that we learn as children is we model behavior. Like if you got all of us have been around a baby. You sit around, you feed yourself, then eventually you're going to see that baby pick up the spoon and put it in his mouth. It ain't because nobody taught him to do it. It's because they've been watching us. Or we'll see where we got a bunch of kids in the house and the baby that's crawling, you're going to see him get up and start trying to walk with the other kid. He tired of them kids getting up and walking past. They learn. So we learn. We model behavior. So what's happening is we are allowing society to poison the minds, ears, and the eyes of our children because we are not being more protective over what they see and what they hear. So you feel like you're supposed to check it like, nah, that's what girls do to a little boy in certain age. Like little boys coming up acting kind of feminine, you feel like you're supposed to check it as a mom. Let me say this, um, and I did that, but let me say this, what I'm going to tell y'all now. I'm going to say that you a male can have a feminine personality, but that doesn't mean that he's supposed to be a female. And society is wrong by encouraging men with female or feminine personalities, as you call it, to become women. We all, back in the day when we was young, we probably all the same, and y'all knew the man that he didn't think he was no woman, but he had long hair and he had long nails and he did hair or whatever. And he was always flying. He always groomed. They're conflating feminine personalities with gender. And that's the problem. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Angela Stan King is here on Big Facts, speaking her mind up. from top to bottom. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> What's your sign? Pisces. Pisces, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, do, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, you know, Jay got Jay to gotta play devil's advocate, so I'm ready. Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. No, 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 Jay. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, like, my whole my whole question is, I'm, I am I have no argument, <laughs> excuse me, for what you just said. <clears throat> and I feel like, because I was reading somewhere where you were catching a lot of flack about being against the LGBTQ community oh, and all that kind of stuff. But no, I feel that's what they say when you don't agree. Like, because yeah. I wouldn't say he was a woman, they said I was homophobic and I hated my child. Yeah, but I feel like now that you've explained it and you've explained it, that the reason that you did not agree with it from your standpoint is because you were this boy's mother. I have a better understanding and respect for your decision because of that. Because... That is your child. You did have him out of you. And if you don't agree with what he's doing, you have all of the right, more so than anybody else, to explain to him why you feel that way. And and to be clear, it's a difference between being gay and transgender. Right? Right. Like I, I knew he was going to be gay because just like my boy just said, we be seeing them when they little. like I, I knew he was going to be gay. But when you tell me you a woman and I'm your mama. Yeah. Like, you having a conversation with somebody else is different. But you coming to me, your mama having that conversation, it just, it don't go the same. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's not hate. It's That's my child. That's my bloodline. If he was to 
listen to all of these people and believe that he was a woman and try to go castrate himself, what happens to my bloodline? His father is deceased. He is the only one that can reproduce what right. we created. I have a right to protect my bloodline. That's all I'm doing. Damn. Yeah, that's a that's a strong way to look at it. And now that you've explained it like that, I have a I have a totally different understanding of your reasoning for feeling that way and for thinking like that. And then another thing that I wanted to touch on too, um, that I'm sure like all of our listeners and viewers and readers and all that shit are like interested in. What the fuck happened with you and Phaedra and Apollo? Oh shit. Ooh, it's a whole book about that, y'all. Life of a Real Housewife. We made number three on Amazon three times. Made me a national bestseller. No, were you ever book. actually on the show? I wasn't on the show, but I was the only person who wasn't on the show who was on the show. Because every reunion you heard, Nene or somebody talk about Angela Stan King, and they just threatened her with it throughout the whole show. And it's like every time they did a reunion, my book sales would go up. I made like thirty, forty thousand dollars in one night just by them mm. mentioning me. But they knew that it was truth to the story, and I did have an inside plug to the show. So I don't know. If was the inside plug me. Candy? No. Okay. But you and Candy are friends. No. No. <clears throat> I I had a conversation with Candy after she found out how Phaedra did her because Candy was aware of what was going on with the book the whole while, and I remember seeing Candy okay. and trying to give Candy a copy of the book. And Candy was so loyal to Phaedra. She's like, I don't want it. Like, she was really down for Phaedra. And then whatever happened to them on the show, Phaedra did about the rape thing or whatever. That's what opened up Candy. Candy had an event. I went to the event. It was right after this happened. And Candy was like, Angela Stanton King, we had never met, never had any conversation before yeah. that. So Candy wasn't team Candy at all. And it wasn't Candy. But when Kenya said, um, she's in my dressing room right now. On a reality, on a uh, reunion, I wasn't actually in the dressing room, but my book was because I had somebody that was on the show that wanted to place a copy of the book in everybody's dressing room. So what? What's in the book? What's the actual? My life story. Saying, it talks about. It talks about um, my life, how I got in the game, um, how I met Drama, mm-hmm. the rapper who just got out of prison, and how that led me to Phaedra. And then it talks about my incarceration and how they framed me. So let's 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 get birth. back to that. What happened with that? Well. To be exact, we all had a little scheme going on. Phaedra had just graduated from Mercer University College and she was working for Geico. So she had access to all of the this numbers. This was before and she was checks. an attorney? This was like during that transition. Okay, okay. Um, she had access to all of the company checks. So what they would do is remake the checks. You got all of the account numbers. They had me go get an ID with my face on it. We'd go in, open up a bank account. We get one of the fake checks, drop it in the bank account. It'll clear. I take them the money. We also had a car theft ring going on. You know all of the cars that was in, you know the cash money videos. We just go pull them right off the lot with a fake title, a fake number, where take it to the chop shop, get it changed. That's what was going on. And Phaedra, because her and I were friends, I never knew Apollo. My relationship was with Phaedra, and for all the details, y'all can read the book. But my relationship was with her through drama, so she introduced me to Apollo. And the agreement that we had was if anything happened, then she was supposed to represent me. Phaedra was even at my mother's funeral holding my newborn baby when my baby died, and I wasn't even allowed to go to the funeral crying with my family knowing that she was framing me. So while I was in a state serving my time because we got locked up at the car lot together at the same time. When we got arrested, I had to go to the state because I didn't have any federal charges. Apollo and Everett had federal charges pending, so they went to the feds. I went to the state to answer for some of the titles. While I was in the state, they were working on a fed case, and they said that I was the mastermind and that they worked for me. And I didn't even find it out until I got out of prison and got my discovery. 
And that's when I wrote the book. So not only are you standing, holding my baby, not only did you decide to not represent me, knowing my mother died, knowing I didn't have nothing, told the court that it was a conflict of interest. See, I didn't know about her and Apollo at that time. So when I got out and saw that they got married, like all of that was new to me. I'm like, oh, okay. I was the fall guy for the entire thing. Because when I got out, that's when she was just getting on Housewives of Atlanta. It was just, it's, it's a whole long story. And it's two books, actually. You got Life of a Real Housewife. <laughs> and you got Dismissed with Prejudice that has all of the dispositions in it. I mean, depositions in it, word for word, how she got caught up lying, how she ended up losing the case. Slam, his deposition is in there because, you know, she had went to him and basically tried to use him to testify against me. They was messing around and then he ended up exposing her. It was a lot. It's a whole book. That's why I wrote the book. Two. Two. Mm. Life of a Real Housewife and Dismissed with Prejudice. You can get them both on Amazon right now. Get caught up. You think you're going to transition those yeah. into like film? Yeah. Like film? What you do? Like you know, a, a life story? i to somebody about maybe a documentary um, mm. about just my life and, and the history because um, what I realized is that I thank God for a favor because I came home from prison and fell right in the lap of the King family. So I've been able to work with the King family and Mary, my last name, King now. It, um, I've been able to work with them on community restoration. I was able to work with the Trump family on criminal justice reform. And now I have direct access to the Kennedy family to work on reparations. So I think for mm-hmm. me, it ain't never been about a, a political position. Mm-hmm. It's been about fighting for our people. Okay. So what office would you want to hold? Like, if you I don't know. I need to be president and get all this together because they a mess. I need. I don't need to be nothing but the president of the United States. I don't want to be nobody congressman because we all sold and bought. And and if I tell people something like they might get mad at me, like I really think that's why they hate Trump because he the only one that don't care about Democrats or the Republicans and bucking against the whole system. He bucked against all of them. So you that's feel why like Trump hate real him. nigga, like Trump a real nigga. He the only one that had his own money when he went in. All the rest of them got money while they was in because they got tax dollars. Trump, the only one, already had his own money. He wasn't bought. He drained the swamp. That's why he don't give a fuck. He, he feel like he drained the swamp. Because he can't be bought. <laughs> he he want to drain his wild. They try to drain his ass because I don't. <laughs> my boy. Like, I don't look. I Brothers, he be getting black people out of prison than for him to be in prison. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god! <laughs> don't, I don't think the swamp gonna be drained. You think you gonna be like more than you I think that um, I don't know if he bit off more than he can chew. I think that um, if if they don't figure out a way to get him to stop running, I think that they'll probably try to kill him. And my request would be to him to just go sit down somewhere and enjoy the rest of your life. Keep keep the money and the businesses that you got left. And I don't know if it's worth it. What, what you think? What you think? Uh, what you think they the most mad at him about though? Oh Lord, they mad at Trump about every doggone thing. The Central Park Five. Now he was my position on the Central Park Five. If I can be honest. Got it. Yeah, I want to hear this. The daddy made him confess. The daddy made him confess they own daddy. So I said, we are more mad, right, at Trump about that than we are at the father, the prosecutor, the jury that convicted them, and the judge that sentenced them, right? What was Trump, just for clarity for people reminding, what was Trump's position on? They said he took out an article asking for the death penalty. Mm -hmm. 
based on his belief of a confession. I ain't trying to make no excuses. He did that, right? But what I wanted our people to understand was we mad at Trump about the CP5, but why we ain't mad about at Joe Biden about the 94 crime bill? That three strikes you out. That mass incarceration. They got all our daddies and uncles and some of our aunties and stuff locked up serving life without parole for nonviolent drug charges. So we be picking and choosing. Like, we ain't made Joe Biden apologize for that. Ain't who he done let out of jail. Who do we know? All of us know somebody that say... We, they I don't got think none of them apologized, though. Trump ain't apologized. He, Biden nah, ain't apologized. Man, but maybe Trump's was apology was by overturning the 94 crime bill. That, that, look, I'd rather you do that. I guess. Right? But who do we know as a Look how pot looking. Who, who gonna say, <laughs> I, who, who we done heard say got pardoned by Joe Biden? Can we name one celebrity? Can we name one artist? Can we name one black person? Can I can tell you who. Chelsea Manning. Oh no, that was that Brittany Griner. Right. Right. Brittany they traded her for a war criminal. Yeah. Right, because she knew she wasn't supposed to be going over there with no marijuana, but whatever. I'm glad she home. But you know that was all about <laughs> Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ. Did like a lot of this stuff be agendas. Cause you got plenty of black people that's right here on your own land locked too. up for marijuana and you ain't let them out. Yeah, they was slow together. But what about the people, your own citizens locked up? We all know somebody serving time for marijuana right now. Let them out. Yeah. No, I agree on that. <laughs> you went and got Britney Griner and you ain't get. No, nah, I'm personally told politicians, like, we, hey, hey, now, we voted and what's what's going on? Like, I agree with that. You think it's because Trump got them stand on his shit? Like, if he do some bullshit, he'll stand on it. He ain't gonna apologize. <laughs> right. He got his own money. He telling everybody to kiss his ass. You know they don't like that. Just like Jade was saying, they ain't like me for speaking my mind. It it, it take a conversation like this for y'all right. to feel my energy, know where I'm coming from. We we just don't know. We all listening to the media. Yeah. So let me ask you, so I got another question then. Let's talk about, and correct me if I'm saying this incorrectly, is it QAnon or QAnon? I don't know nothing about that shit. They lie like hell. They put it on you. I'm looking at that. You know why they put it on me? They they got you labeled as a conspiracy That's what I'm telling you. Before I I came out as a black Republican, y'all didn't see none of this on my names. This is what I'm talking about, about how the media lie. I don't know nothing about what the fuck... I'm a black woman from the hood. What they saying? What the hell she is about what, what, saying basically she's saying like she's the, she's basically like some part guilty of, of they're trying to accuse her of being guilty of like war crimes and and like having intelligence of this international listen like almost like some Bin Laden hey, type shit. If I was on some Bin Laden type <laughs> shit, the niggas, the niggas who killed no, 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 no. Let me let me make this clear. If I was on some Bin Laden type shit, the nigga who killed my baby daddy would be dead right the fuck now. It wouldn't be no if ands or buts about it. I'm just saying, that's that's it. If he alive, ain't nobody else got nothing to worry about. He alive because he locked up in. But whatever. But ain't nobody got nothing to worry about. That ain't, that's not what I'm on, but it's a part of this agenda to destroy me in the eyes of the media. You know why? Because I'm really about black liberation mm. and not the kind that come in the form of welfare or free abortion for our people. And that's mm. a problem for them. They said they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. 
no matter your budget. Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If you can name like three people, it can be politicians, celebrities, anybody, people that you just like. These are three people I fuck with that y'all should. I'm not saying follow, but listen to like. It was um, three names of people. Trump. Black or white. Kennedy. <laughs> No, I'm for real. Listen to Trump, y'all. And listen, I want y'all to and follow his true social. Listen to what he be saying, but you know they just put a gag order on him. They don't even let the man speak for it. So I say, look at, listen to Trump. Okay. Because see, it's a lot of stuff to what Trump, it's a lot of truth to what stuff with what Trump be saying. And I'm going to say this too, just on some real shit because this is just me talking to my people. I remember being with Trump several times when he said that he was fighting against an ancient satanic cult. They tried to remove this from the media several times. I don't know what that means because I ain't know nothing about it. But all I want to tell our people is things are not really that far fetched. When we start seeing names, you know, in the music industry and everything, everybody is pushing, you know, some type of satanic agenda. And those that have eyes, let them see. And those that have ears, let them hear. Then we know that it has to be some truth to some things. But Kennedy, um, I've had the chance to work with Kennedy mm-hmm. and um. I work with Kennedy going from city to city to march against the vaccine mandates to give people a choice as to whether or not they wanted to do that. I know that Kennedy will fight for our people. I've seen him come against Pfizer with lawsuits, come against the government and be successful. He's somebody that I will listen to. Um, I think that's it for right now. I mean, because them just two people well, I, I know for I, a fact that will say, do something for black people because I, I ask. I ain't even saying just politicians. I'm saying in general, it might be a a rapper. It might be an actor. It might be a community person. You might say yourself me. with those. Th- okay. That's what me. I, I just like, I like a lot of our entertainers. I do. And I think that a lot of people mature and change over time. And I think a lot of them got good messages. You know what I'm saying? But we just got to make sure that this ain't about, you know, people making money and we just make it more really about our people and how we're going to liberate them. Because one of the things that I would tell our people is pay close attention to the people that's in the mansions and living on the hill and telling you that you suppressed and you can't make it because you alive and how you get there. Now, just tell me how to get the money the same way you got the money. Or let's get all our black entertainers together. And once a year, we do a benefit concert because I think B just, B, I said just made, what, 500 billion or something like that. We can do a benefit concert. We can take that money and start rebuilding black communities one by one. Mm. Yeah. Let's do the work. Why are we arguing over politics? Let's do the work. We want to liberate our community. Yeah. We can do it. We don't need them because yeah. we ain't never had them. Yeah. <laughs> we can start right in Fulton County. Right. Let's do it. Because right now, everything about illegal immigrants, it ain't about us no more. So what's the first step? The first step, take all the abortion clinics out of the black communities and take them to the border. I mean, if abortion is such a blessing to black women, why they ain't got abortion clinics at the border? If I go take, if I get some money, I had you call all your partners because I know you know everybody. Mm-hmm. I say, look, raise some money for me to go build a dog abortion clinic next to the Planned Parenthood on Moreland. That's in the black community. How long y'all think it'll be before they come shut it down? A dog's life is more valuable wow. than yours. 
Yeah. Take some of the abortion clinics. Since eighty percent of Bland Parenthoods are in Black communities, because we get abortion clinics, they get fertility clinics, right? Just take half of them out of the Black community and go put them at the border. Help you saying you saying they rather say trees and shit before they say the Black baby? Man, just- you ain't gonna never in your life see a dog abortion clinic. You go to. T- I was at a fundraiser two weeks ago. Yeah. Them people raised two hundred thousand dollars for dogs in ten minutes. Our GoFundMe for Auntie Angie's house raised eighteen thousand. Two hundred that dogs. It's real, and it's just it's like saving babies is not really popular, but saving black babies and you vocal about it, that really ain't popular. What you think the agenda is to uh to for the abortion case? extermination? Extermination and, hu- and human trafficking, organ trafficking. Because this is my thing where I have to ask my sisters. Because I, I, I really, I went to the Fulton County Commission the other day, and I had to argue about three hundred thousand dollars they was about to give some white liberals for abortion. They said they wanted to have the money to make sure black women had access to abortion. And I was talking to Natalie Hall and the other commissioner, Khadija, and I'm there telling them, if we gonna have a conversation about abortion in the black community, it's our conversation. Since when do we let white liberals come into our community and say they raising money for us to make sure we have access to abort our children? Why are they not raising money for their communities? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that all of us and I'm post border too, is say, when well, you know better, you do better. I'm not innocent because I ain't know no better. But none of us, when we left the abortion clinic, left with the baby's remains. Mm-hmm. If you have a miscarriage or something in the hospital, they call the funeral home, give you the baby, tell you to go home, bury the baby or whatever. Right. In the abortion clinic, you go in and you have an abortion. Nobody leaves out with the baby's remains. So we know y'all ain't just throwing it in the trash because it's too much information out about all of these organs that they need. Now, them a whole yeah. lot of brand new eyes yes. and hearts yes. and love and black yes. in particular because we are worth more. So my thing is, yeah. if you telling the black woman to abort her baby because she poor. And then you don't trick the back father to pay you to kill his child, right? And then we go in the abortion clinic after we done paid you to kill our baby. Then you're going to take the baby and then you're going to go sell it on the black market. It seems to me if you're going to sell the baby, get the money to the black mama that you told was poor. So it's a non-ending cycle of black genocide. But we saw here talking about Black Lives Matter. Hi, where you get your black life from? And your mama womb. Yeah, we got to get it. It's the only way to get it. So we got to protect it. Mm. And I just think it's time we change the narrative. Like, I, I'm past the argument of pro-life or pro-choice. And I'm more so on the solution right now. Because yeah. if y'all talking about black women aborting their children because they poured and give us reparations. What, what is it going to take for black women to stop? They need money. They need financial security. They need housing. We need black men to handle mm. their business and start protecting the babies. Let me ask you a question. Okay, speaking of housing, financial support, and all that kind of stuff. What is your stance and your take on welfare and on Section 8 and how they have it set up with the Section 8 system to where... You can't get ahead. Yeah, you can't get ahead, basically. And they're basically, for lack of a better way to put it, removing a black male out of the house. Well, all of that's intentional. Right. And that's why mm-hmm. when, when the father is removed, then the mother is the one that becomes the provider. And you can't provide sitting at home. They send you out to go to work. So you will send that child to school for 40 hours a week so they can indoctrinate their child. That's why 18 years later, you got a grown man sitting in front of you talking about he a woman. 
Because I know you didn't learn that shit in my house, right? That's something that they taught you in school. That's something that you got from society. So all of that has been intentional, the destruction of the black family, breaking down the black family from day one. Now, I'm not totally opposed to welfare because I do understand that sometimes a woman might be in a position where she fell on hard times and she needs support. But lifetime welfare that enables us. The one that had me thinking when I got out of prison, I was just going to come home and get right back on Section 8 and start collecting food stamps and everything was going to be okay. But when that safety net got snatched out from under me, that's when I finally became successful because I realized I had something in me like I was gifted. I was talented. I knew how to write. Nothing ever occurred to me in my younger years. Oh, I'm going to grow up one day and own a publishing company. That was forced. Right. And so I think that we got to reevaluate restructure the way that we think Joe Biden out of his mouth said that he would give illegal immigrants $400,000 for crossing the border. Right. You know why they're not going to get that to us? Because the minute they give us $400,000, they know we up and ain't going to need them again. Welfare remind me of this old man. I used to go with, I was with this man for 11 years. Y'all probably know him. I ain't going to say his name though, but he had a whole lot of money. Right. But every time my rent was due, he would pay the rent, but he would pay just enough. I used to beg him like, look, let me get up. Let me start a business. Give me some money to open a business. He would never do that because he knew every 30 days I was going to have to come back. The minute he gave me more than I needed, I was up. I was gone to find me somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want him no more. But the welfare system treats us the same way. Mm-hmm. They going to keep us locked in. Every 30 days, you got to get a refill on the food stamps. Right. Every month you got to get a refill on the TANF. Every six months you got to go down there and recertify. And what does it take to be on welfare? Everything. They want your name, your social security number, your address, your pay stubs, your baby daddy name, your mama name, all the other children name, your grandmama name. You're a slave to their system and you'll never be free. And that's why black people keep voting Democrat. And for my sisters, it'd be like I understand like sometimes you dependent on Section 8. You don't know how you're going to take care of them kids. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you scared. What if I, I want to start a business, but what if I'm not successful? And if I let this Section 8 go, it took me six years to get it. What me and the kids going to do? So our women, they want more, but they scared and I understand it. Right. So now I'm just all about solutions. I'm not arguing no more. What are we going to do to fix it? Hmm. And Stan King speaking on big facts. So do you, do you feel like you're misunderstood? And that, that's two two part question. Do you feel like you're misunderstood, and, and do you give a damn at all? Like, I, sometimes I do. Sometimes you do. Because um, people that I need to get through to are often def- offended because I'm so direct and I'm so mm. blunt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm trying to learn a new style of delivery, but this style of delivery is what got me right here today and got me keep going. Like you can't be weak, mm. not in this work. Mm. So we y'all hear y'all tears means the what? Y'all tears me. Who had tears me? They said you tears. He talking about the Q and he's joking. Tears, y'all. It's so lame for that. You know, it's so lame. Like I'm out here really just trying to help our community, but for them to even put that type of label on me, like. Who you hurting? Because I I have a husband. I'm very well taken care of. It'd be the media. You know what I'm saying? It'd be left-wing media. And anything that I'm doing right now is strictly for the community. I don't have to do nothing. My kids are grown. Their feet put up. I could really be somewhere just not chilling. But I've taken on this work. Like, that baby right there, that's one of our residents at Auntie Angie House. Like, I'm bringing y'all proof of the work that we're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be doing anything. 
But I want real change for us. To get that real change, don't you think that some of the, we won't call them ops, but some of the people that you're disagreeing mm-hmm. with, in disagreeing with, you got to agree to kind of disagree and, and work this, together. To I'm some. hoping with this switch to independent, that'll help. And okay. maybe this show, because y'all, a lot of them be watching y'all. But um, I think that if we could focus on what we agree on, we could get some work done, right? Mm. Like, it's things we always going to fight over. But one thing we agree on, we agree that we want to help black mothers and children. Right. We agree with that because we from that. Right. Mm -hmm. We agree that we want our freedoms protected. Right. When we talk about what we agree instead of talking about what we disagree about, Mm -hmm. that's when we can make a difference. You think the titles is what the titles is what make it uh, like a conflict. Like, okay, you this, you this, you this. Like, so they basically gangbanging. That's what I said. It's the streets. They is the game. That's the streets. It's red and blue. Politics is the streets. It's red and blue. It's the crypt sure. and the bloods all day yeah. in the government. It's red and blue. That's what they do. And the independent liberal people are like, what, the GDs? Oh, uh, yeah. They the GDs. I'm finna switch. I'm finna be a GD. But I'm going independent, though, because seriously, I want us as a people moving forward to be independent in our thinking and right. not vote on a person, but vote for policy. We need to start reviewing these policies and whatever policy is best for us, then that's what we need to vote for. The policy, not the person. So right? most of the time, if 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 I was, because um, this is going to be my first time really voting like mm-hmm. and figuring this shit out. So I don't know what I am yet. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, so is it like if I'm Democrat, I'm with them and they right or wrong. I would say- If I'm Republican, I'm with them and they right the, or wrong. That's, that's the happening. problem. That's, that's what's problem. happening now. And that's why you got so many Democrats who voted against the Born Alive Act, knowing that the majority of babies aborted are black babies. They know this information. This ain't new information. How mm-hmm. you going to vote to kill a baby up until the moment of birth? Who wait all the way up until the moment of birth to kill a baby anyway? But because politics is involved and because these people are bought and sold, they going to vote blue no matter who. But I feel, okay, so look, not to cut you off, right? But I feel like this, like, just speaking on what you're saying and what Black is saying about going all the way and being a ride or die for each denomination or whatever, I feel like with that argument that, like, there shouldn't even really be a denomination, like a Republican or a Democrat. It should be, like, right or wrong. Yep. But I, And I know right or wrong is a matter of an opinion to each different person and it's different for everybody, but... Some shit is just wrong. Common sense. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. And I agree with you. And um, I really think that's why I said moving forward, if you, I would recommend you be independent, right? Because that allows you to vote for policy, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. But when, exactly. We, when we say we Republican or Democrat, then we signed into the gang. That's why they beating me up now because Kennedy came by Auntie Angie's house. Like, y'all not worried about the fact that he's interested in helping black women and children. Y'all just mad. That Kennedy came to my house because y'all just believe I'm just a Trump supporter. It's not my work. Like, my advocacy ain't never been for Trump. My advocacy has always been for my people and my community. And it don't matter if it's Trump or Biden or Kennedy. My advocacy does not change. Mm -hmm. Ski. (laughs) (laughs) If you go with me, if you're trying to fuck with me, then pull up. Because... It's so independence is if I agree, I might agree with this dude because I agree with what he is. Well, I ain't heard if he 
it's Democratic I just agree with these say. We're doing policy. Yeah, it's right. okay. What policies is he pushing? Like right now, a lot of black people looking at Kennedy because he's pushing reparations. Yeah. Right now, a lot of black people looking at Trump because Trump's saying, the minute I get in, I'm doing away with all gender ideology and all illegal immigrants will immediately be deported. It's what your issue is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And illegal immigration, y'all, it don't help us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all sitting up here mixing these brown and black communities. I'ma shut up. It don't help us. Y'all need to free yourself first. Free yourself and then come back and get them people. Help all of these black women that they send into the abortion clinic. Let's save black life for real. Do you think like most of them um people that, that go go through school to try to be politicians and have a have have a good heart till they get in? Nope. I they think already that, um, be fucked up. No, because they are trained. The difference between the ones that went to school to become politicians and me is that they're smart, but I'm wise, right? I'm wise because my experiences came from life experiences. Your experiences came they're from experience because they reading a book, so yeah. they listening to what somebody yeah. else tell them. And that person who wrote that book probably didn't come from some here. Probably didn't come from the squad. They didn't grow up how we. Independent on who know. wrote that book determines how knowledgeable they are about certain things. Yeah. and that's why I believe. All of us, just like the Bible, common sense. That too, because I listen. I believe in God, but I know I that too. the Bible, right, is a religion. Like God wants relationship. I've studied all of the world religions. God wants relationship. He doesn't want religion. And it's just like Baby Jay said at the end of the day, this fight that we in right now. It's against good and evil. It ain't about Republican or Democrat. Like it's just some stuff. Yeah, I agree with Y'all that. know it. It's about niggas and bitches and riders and punks. <laughs> what side are you on? <laughs> nah, I agree with that totally, Queen. Yeah, like we just just vote for for what you know is right. And I think all of us got a responsibility to protect our, to protect these kids. I don't care if you got children or not, but this stuff that we see going on, black people is unacceptable. Wake up. Black people better way, and we're not talking about nobody. You ain't against nobody, but protecting children should be far more, far most important than anything else. Cause we ain't gonna live forever. Did you ever have one of them backslide moments? Where you feel like, man, I'm from just going back to what I know, man. No, I went back to what I knew. Huh. No, I, I went back to what I knew when I first came home from prison, and when nobody gave me a job, and I ain't had nowhere to stay, and my back was up against the wall, and my baby's looking at me. I'm a Shit. <laughs> I mean, I that's a no-brainer. So you have to stay clean. That's a no- yeah. But well, Trump just gave me a whole full part, and I'm back to a clean slate. I can jump off again. No, I'm just playing. But I'm just- <laughs> I've been blessed. You know what I'm saying? That I don't have to, but I, I'm not from a position of judging or knocking a mama for doing what she got to do to take care of her kids. Her What's a full pardon though? Like, what that mean? A full and unconditional pardon. It's like it never happened. Oh, so your record is clean. You can go get your firearms now. I had almost 30. I got my firearm with me right now. I had almost 30, <laughs> 30 felonies that Trump cleared. Like, if for nothing else, let's be grateful for that. Let's be grateful that Trump blessed our sister so she can come to our community and help us. State, yeah. federal, all, everything. So you can go to Canada, basically. I can go anywhere. Passport in my pocketbook, too. He did it when he was in office. Now, Trump only Trump can only pardon on the federal level because he's the president. Yeah, but yeah. I got a pardon from Trump and I got a pardon from the state of Georgia. So I'm clear and good to go. You know them folk like that? 
I mean, give me some fucking wood. I mean, we're going to fuck with each other. You're going to help out the edges and I'm going to get your record clear. That's how we're going to do that. Clean. <laughs> but if we, and that's things that we need to be giving our community that information. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All of us, you know, that's from the hood and made it bosses now. Mm-hmm. I think that we got a responsibility to give back in some kind of way. Okay, right. I agree. Especially right. if we help terrorize that community. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Let's go back and help and try to do something to build it back up. Because we all, I can look and tell I'm in a room with some terrorizers. I ain't the only damn one now. Y'all can try to talk about me all you want. I ain't all. You look like you raised a whole lot here. But I'm just saying, you know, all we got is us. And and, and this is the last thing I wanted to say. It's important for us to realize. Even though I'm going independent, but it's important for us to realize that we need voices that represent us in every party. Facts. So if we see somebody Facts. that's real and they're a Republican, we ain't going to just attack them because they're a Republican. Because we know that they need to be in the room with those Republicans sharing our plight. Eyes and ears. Because yeah. every time I went in there, it was about us. Right? And how are you going to get them to change their mind? How are you going to get them to hear what we're saying if we're not in there and don't have a seat at the table? Mm-hmm. We, The fact that we are supposed to be Democrat is insane. And it's okay, right, if you want to be Democrat and just loyal for whatever reason. But do we got to go along with everything that they say just because we Democrat? Can, can we protect our children? That's the main thing for me. Can we protect our children and can we get some of this money? Because I'm tired of seeing yeah. the money go to Ukraine. I'm tired of seeing the money go to the... How did... How did black people die and George Floyd get hung and all of that? And then all of a sudden they switched to stop Asian hate. What? How did that happen? Man, so do you feel like that was a mistake to jump out there and say you're Republican from the beginning? Should have went dem- I mean, independent all bad. I went Republican because of Trump. But I'm going to just be honest. I wasn't paying the Republicans no attention. I didn't give a damn Let's just keep this shit talking. I'm going to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I really went for Republican because of Trump. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be completely honest with you about that. But once I got in with Trump, though, and, and started paying attention to policy, I think that's when I really woke up to how serious it was and how our people need to escape this just one way of thinking. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. Angela Stan King, we appreciate you pulling up, rocking with yes. us on Big Facts. Yes. Check out both of her books. Make sure y'all check out both of her books. Yep. You know what it is. Not only do the books, y'all need to go to AuntieAngie'sHouse.com. This is a and make a donation. Effort. Man, get a subscription and pay five dollars a month. Anything y'all paying for Netflix. Help me help our people. No, I'm just for real. I mean, help me. And, 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 because when you act like nobody, whether you pro-choice or pro-life, nobody is against helping the women and children in our community. That's true. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Let's do that. Auntie Angie's house. Don't donate to the children of Latter-day Saints. Donate to Auntie Angie. I'm te- you know, maybe send a dollar over there and a hundred over here. I don't know. But just make it work. <laughs> No, you Appreciate you pulling up. Make sure you check us out. Visit the new website today, bigfactspod.com. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. 
Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.